Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Journey Podcast. Wait, did is somebody just say Brian and Cole are doing a podcast together? Dude, it literally feels so weird because we haven't been sitting in these chairs forever. I know. Forever. I don't know how I feel about it. And it's hilarious because you literally live spitting distance away from me. So let's talk about why. Because I'm sure that you guys are like, why, you know, why haven't you guys done a podcast together in a while? Did you guys break up? Maybe. Maybe we did. Maybe we're going through some marital issues, right? Maybe we're having a bromance and we had a little bit of a disagreement. Maybe we haven't talked for three months. Psych. Just kidding. I was on prep. And so, like, for those of you guys that know contest prep, like contest prep is like very very fucking intense it's exhausting and so for like basically like three months i called cole and i was like bro anything that isn't like an absolute essential in the business i like have to cut so i was doing those of you guys that know i was doing five podcasts a week i ended up cutting it down to like one you're doing one we're just doing pod chats that's it yeah and like pod chats for me was like an essential one because obviously we're serving our clients but yeah i even told kirsten used to love doing monday with the marks and i'm like babe i had to sit her down i was like i love you so much but i cannot do Monday with the marks again and she was like what It's because fucking demon con- mode. It's it's exhausting. If you guys have never been on a contest prep ever, and you're like, it can't be that tiring. Like I could still do shit. What I want you to do is I want you to cut 950 calories out of your diet right now today, and then stick to that diet and don't cheat for the next 30 days straight. Period. And also, not only that, and also do an hour and a half of cardio a day on top of all of your other activity, regardless of how you're feeling, whether you're sick or not. It's it's a fucking vibe. That's right. how <laughs> it's a vibe. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. There's like something demonic inside of me that it's actually fun, like dude. enjoys it a lot. You know, like you enjoy it because I, it, I enjoy it, pushing myself to that fucking limit. A hundred percent. It brings something else out in you. I love contest prep. Yeah, I mean, it's always been my favorite thing. Contest prep, prep in general, training for anything that like makes you die at the end of your training session. For yeah. like, like, there's no other way to explain it. Yeah. When you're laying on the ground and you're literally like fucking coughing for air. And you're dripping sweat from crevices you didn't even know you fucking had. Yep. It's another level of fucking success. And it feels like the best thing ever. Dude, and I think the reason that it works so well for like in terms of success is because I think that when you can challenge yourself to like break through your obstacles and barriers in one area of your life and you're like, I'm going to fucking destroy my limitations. And even though I want to sleep in, even though I want to eat the cookies, even though I want to skip the cardio, even though I want to skip the workout, even though all I want to do is sleep and I just keep showing the fuck up and I keep putting in the work and I keep fucking doing it. Like that work ethic transfers into everything else that you do in your life. A hundred percent. Everything. So that's why we haven't done a podcast in a while. That's why we haven't been sitting in these chairs for a while, <laughs> even though, all right, I heard that fucking Daniel and Nick have been on Brian's ass to get back in this fucking office to do another podcast again. But the homie was literally dying. Dude, I don't all blame right? them. I'm he fucking, dying. I'm good looking. I'm talented. Well, 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 I'm smart. I'm well, energetic. I'm passionate. I got jokes. I would want me back in this office too. Right, Daniel? <laughs> I didn't want you in this office. You did too. They, I'm just fucking you. <laughs> I don't want you here. They want you here. No, I'm just joking. Bro, so like, I think that one of the things I wanted to talk about today, because we just obviously watched you fucking knock somebody's teeth out. Demolish. It was amazing. It was, it was great. Super cool to watch. And I want to talk about that for a second. But like, one of the things that we, you know, got in pod chats the other day was like, somebody was like, yo, like, I love how you guys have this like brotherhood, you know? He's like, I feel like a lot of business coaches online. It was our client Lloyd. It's like yeah. a lot of business coaches online will like, you know, front that they've got this lifestyle and that they've got this friend group, but then offline they're different people. He's like, you guys are actually the real fucking deal. You actually have that like brotherhood. Yeah. You know, dude, a hundred percent. It's the 
it's something that a lot of individuals overlook and a lot of people don't understand, but they want it, but they don't get what goes into it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think that like for us, I think the brotherhood started obviously when you're fitness coaching with me and like I had a very fucking high standard for like how I operated because I just came from this like drug addict background. I was like, I was an addict and I needed to change my life. And in order for me to change my life, I literally had to cut off every person that I knew that was like enabling my behavior that was like wanting me to do drugs that was like inviting me out and I just had to like go on this like solo fitness journey and that really transformed my life just like becoming the best version of myself and like killing off the old version of me when I met you you were pretty much ready to do the same thing I was already in the transition I talked about this a little bit over the last week or so because I was doing some podcasts on the journey and what we've done and how I became who I was today but before I met Brian guys I was already on like a six-month kick I had reached a point in my life where I wanted to transform completely. So I cut out all the drinking I cut out all the drugs I cut out everybody that I knew in the past. And I was just grinding on my own fitness journey. And it's funny because as an iron worker, I'd be like 60 feet in the air driving lift with my fucking elbows <laughs> and eating chicken rice and broccoli out of a fucking Tupperware container with mustard while all the homies were eating like Little Caesars pizza. Mm. Like I've still got these stories on my Instagram where I'm in the truck eating like dry chicken and mustard while they're all eating Little Caesars and we're fucking chilling on the site. Mm. And that's before me and you had even met yet. Yeah. Because I was like, I didn't know what to do. I had no idea how to diet properly. I didn't know like what direction I wanted to head. I just knew that fitness was going to be the catalyst that completely transformed my life. Yeah. And then we ended up fucking meeting and you just set the standard right at the beginning. I told this to everybody else. B knew that I was struggling with addiction slash I had struggled in the past. And he just said, if I catch you doing anything, I'm going to throw you into my program and keep all your money. And hearing that, like I've always responded well to that type of accountability because I have that type of mentality. Because even when I was an addict, it's not like I would fucking get super high and sit in my basement and do fucking nothing. I worked while I was fucking sniffing and banging Percocets off the top beam 70 feet in the air. Like I was doing shit still. So I, I, I really responded to that type of accountability. And we just started grinding mm. and it was game over. You're like, we wake up at this time. I'm like, okay, we're going to be at the coffee shop for X amount of hours today. I'm like, okay, mm. it just seemed like normal. It also didn't seem hard to me. Entrepreneurs, it's never been hard to me. I have a question. So like, cause you were working with another coach before me. I think we should talk about like, like what made us become loyal to each other. Mm. Cause I think that's an interesting conversation. Cause obviously like this idea of loyalty is interesting because you can be loyal, but I could be loyal to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Like imagine I'm loyal to somebody that's like fucking stabbing me in the back multiple times over and over again. But I'm like, I'm like loyal and like loyalty is a core value of mine. But it's like I have somebody in my life that isn't loyal, but I'm keeping them around because I'm loyal. Mm -hmm. So like I'm interested. It would be cool if we could unpack what made us loyal to each other. Mm -hmm. So for you, you know, there's I'm sure there's a lot of fitness coaches on the market at the time. Like what made you loyal to Aesthetic Nation and me at the time? Honestly, it was pure fucking luck to find you in the first place. Like it was, I, the only reason why I even had the first coach, which is Joseph Rakic fitness online was because he had an app that popped up in front of me on Instagram. I didn't know what to do. I needed direction. So I hired it. I bought it for X amount a month and I started going through it. Yeah, That was it. I never met him, never got check-ins from him. Nothing. It was just like an app. Yeah. And I got decent results. I got, because I'm just a grinder. I just did the work, Mm -hmm. but then it was fucking Mitch was dating Steph and Steph's brother was with you. Yeah. So I got that introduction. We connected and then I just admired your work ethic and mm. I respected it because mm. it mirrored mine mm. where there was not another, you didn't make any excuses. Mm. You followed through with everything that you said yeah. and you like mirrored what I would do. Like, yeah. even though I, again, I was a shithead iron working, I was there before everybody. Yep. I worked later than everybody. Yep. I was like 
they almost called me a company man sometimes because I like would rather just get the job done than go on breaks. Yeah. Like I got in fights with fucking individuals that I worked with as an iron worker because as soon as it'd be break time, they'd want to go to the fucking break lounge while I'm still on the steel fucking connecting beams and bolting shit in. Yeah. So I'm like, when I saw you mirror that work ethic, I was like, Oh, I respect that. I like that. I'm like, that's, that aligns with my core values yeah where i'm like I'm, you're willing to work late you're willing to wake up early you're willing to push your body your mindset yeah. and everybody around you that is something that i can mirror yeah and it just made me fucking yeah it pulled me in that direction and i just got loyal to it i that's funny because that's the same reason i became loyal to you mm-hmm. because i had at the time i had like 50 fitness clients yeah. 50 clients that were on my roster and there was like 10 15 competitors at the time and out of all the people that were on my roster so i had like a certain set of check instructions so when you're a fitness coach you should have check-in instructions. So this is how my check-ins worked. I sent them out Wednesday. They were due Thursday morning. If they were late by Thursday at noon, I'd be like, where the fuck's your check-in? So I'd send out my check-in Wednesday night, and Cole was always the first person to check in. Yep. 6 a.m., fucking on the dot. His check would be there. Literally never missed, ever. Nope. And so that, to me, told me, like, okay, I can count on this person. You know, because if it's like, he's always the first person to show up. He, like, literally is always there. I'm like, I can count on this person. So that was the first reason that I, like, became loyal to you. And then the second was that it was like posing practice too. So we'd have posing practice like every Thursday night. Yeah. I literally remember it's so funny thinking back on this because it's every funny dude. dude, every move that I've made, I've always thought about the business. So when I got that apartment at uh, that you came to, yeah, I got that apartment because they had a big enough place to host my posing athletes. And it got which you, is the exact like, same reason that I bought the mansion. It was a little of, gym. Yeah. And then you had this little terrace outside. Yeah. Where it was like it was legit, like not even like a terrace where you could like host lunches. There was like a fucking like an AC unit in the yeah. middle of it. It was like literally made for people to go smoke and fucking just walk around. And we would use it for posing. Yeah. But I remember when I walked around that apartment, I saw that terrace. I was like, I'm gonna host my posing seminars here. Mm-hmm. So I'd host these posing seminars at my apartment, and it would they would start at 6 p.m. Cole be there fucking 5:55. And I remember like this fucking cute motherfucker just showing up, like ready to go. I'm like, you're five minutes early. He's like, I know. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Always, bro. I was literally 15 to five minutes early every yeah. single time. I just sit in the hallway. Like, dude, I was there at 530. I just didn't knock on your door until 5 <laughs> This that's, fucking guy still does that. That's dude. how I am, dude. Everywhere. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm always fucking 30 to 50 minutes early, no matter what, unless now that I've got the you got kid, a baby. It's different. like now that I got the kid, it pisses me off. It's, then I show up and people use my lines against me. If you're early, you're on time. If you're <laughs> I literally did that to him the other dude, day. Yeah. Dude. Dude, we were supposed to meet at the gym at a certain time. And he shows up late. I'm like, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. If you're late, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck, dude. Everybody used my lines against me, dog. But whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's again, it's, it's, a core value of mine it's the integrity the responsibility the punctuality so like i made a commitment to you so i just did it dude so then so that was the second thing you always showed up on time always early i could count on you the third reason that i actually i was like this motherfucker has it is we had uh you can just tell when somebody has the thing you know and so we did a, a fitness competition and there was like eight athletes that were entering the show and you were the smallest athlete on the team in the terms of like your physique size but Cole just had this fucking like mentality where he's just like, I'm going to fucking win. You know, like there was just, there was something about Cole's energy when you like looked at him, you're like, that's a fucking winner. So I remember we had a team of athletes uh, for us at Ignatian. We yeah. all entered this fitness competition and the boys that were entering the competition were fucking big, bro. Bro, you- I literally was 147 pounds. Yeah. Mike was 182. I know. But so here's the difference though. And this is why I think it's so fucking important to like understand why character is so important to your success is I had this like thing where if you were a posing athlete on my team, you could send me videos every day and I would send you feedback. 
And so Cole, every single fucking day, seven days of the week would send me a posing video. Six months straight. Every fucking day. And out of my other athletes, the bigger ones, the ones that were more jacked, more shredded, had more muscle, I'd get a video from them once a week and I'd have to fucking be like, hey, where's your fucking video? Whereas like, Cole, I never had to say that. I never had to ask him where his video was. In fact, sometimes I would take longer to get back because I'm taking Sunday off. And then I'd like look at two videos that he had sent to me. So like that to me was like, okay, like, like he had 200 social media followers, but he had the fucking work ethic. He was always showing up on time. He was always integral. I could count on this kid. And then when you won the show, like you won overalls, I was like, fucking touche. Mm-hmm. And that after that show, that's where he was like, I want to be a trainer on your team. Yeah. And, and I was like, I looked at his social media account and he had fucking 200 followers. And he was like, literally, I was like, so if I was like, I'm, I'm going to take this kid on my fucking team, I'm literally going to be giving him clients out of my social media. So I was like, you can be a trainer on my team if you get certified and you win your next show. Because I was well, like, I was, still I was like, there's, I was like, no, no, I wasn't trying to set you up for failure, but I'm like, you're trying to set me up. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I was, listen, I was making was like, the bar high. Like, Here's the fucking loop. He's five six. It's set to eight feet tall. There's no fucking way he can reach this fucking thing. <laughs> I just wanted to make it difficult, and then I'm I like, built my fucking ladder and jumped through that motherfucker while I was in flames. Yeah. So there we go. Again, the next six months, never fucking missed. Always showed up. Started posting on social media because I was like, if you want documenting to, everything, I was like, if you want to fucking, it's all still there coach, too. It's funny as fuck. The the it's cringe as shit, dude. You guys should scroll. If, if you guys want to see the real shit, scroll back on Cole's Instagram. That's cool. All the way at the bottom, I left all the fitness shit. That's so it's cool, like all bro. the fucking fitness stuff. Like the first time me documenting me doing the pose. Oh, I guarantee you there's gonna be at least ten to fifteen people that do that. Yeah, bro. If you're OG, go scroll back on Cole's IG and find out like the real shit, the old shit. That's cool. You could see me boxing back then too. That's cool. All the way at the very beginning. That's cool. So you won your second show. And after you won your second show. And I got certified. And you got certified. Then I brought you onto the team. And that was like, that was where my respect for you. I already had like an immense amount of respect for you. But then at that point, it got even higher. Mm-hmm. Because I had a team of like five trainers that were working with me at the time. And you joined the team, no social media experience, no followers, whatever. And there was other people on the team that had a big social media that had like, there was a girl that had like a giant booty and every girl wanted to work with her. Like we had a big team, but they were all struggling to get clients. And I was literally like, do this, then this, then this. And I felt like I was doing, I was like, I must be doing something wrong because like none of them are succeeding. You came on the team and you literally just worked with me every single day. And I was day. like, what do I need to do? And I was like, this is the thing. <laughs> Guys, I became certified through ISSA. I got my personal training. I now have my personal training bodybuilding specialist and sports nutrition. But when it comes down to getting certifications, they only teach you so much. So yes, I got my certifications. But when it comes down to actually implementing these things in real life, there's different ways to do it. Yep. And it's not always one way goes. Mm-hmm. So I got certified, but then I sat down with B and I was like, can you just show me your process so I can have the understanding and the implementation? So we worked together every fucking day yep. for at least three hours a day. Always. And he just showed me, he's like, this is how I utilize my fitness pal and different apps to create meal plans. This is how I calculate and adjust macros on a weekly, monthly and daily basis for individuals. And this is what I do for workout programs. And I just implement it. And this is how I sell clients. This yep. is how I market clients. This is how I do it. And within like three months, you'd hit $10,000. Yeah. So it was like in between me winning my second fitness competition, guys, I had ended up quitting my ironworking job and going full-time in-person training up north in a camp. And then it was like in this weird six-month period, I wish we had dates. I'm sure I could find them somewhere. But in this like six-month to seven-month period of me winning my second show, overalls in first place, coming to Brian and being like, there you go. Him being like, okay, I got to bring you on the team, brought me on the team. And then within three months, I quit the in-person job and made my first $10,000. Yep. And I think that this is a cool part of the story because at this point you were making 10K, me and you were like really close, but 
on the team, like it was like obvious, like me and Taj were like brothers. Mm-hmm. We were brothers and we'd just been brothers because we'd been through so much. Like we had been through like, we did cocaine together. We like recovered together. We like got sober together. We worked in our business together. We grew Instagrams together, but me and Taj were brothers and Taj's wife, Josie was in the business. And Taj's wife, Josie, had did something that I viewed was really shady. Mm-hmm. And so I remember I called her and I was like, I got to like. This like, was like years after. Yeah, yes. yeah, this was like a year and a half after. I was like, yeah. I got to like, I got to let you go. This is where our loyalty got tested. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got to let you go. So then Taj was like, you're firing my wife. Fuck you. Like, I'm fucking out. Yeah. And then Taj called you yeah. and was like, Brian's going to fucking kick you to the can. He's a piece of shit. You got to fucking leave now. Yeah. And then you called me and you're like, yo, what's going on? I want, this is, I feel like this is where loyalty gets tested. Yeah. Where like adversity fucking strikes. Something fucking happens that could cause a major rift in the relationship. Because that was a moment where it was like, we were either going to be brothers or we were not going to talk again. A hundred percent. And I'll t- share with, from my perspective, because I don't even think I've really ever shared this This is you, fun. I'm glad we're having right? this conversation. Like, I've never actually broken this down to you, but I've broken it down to Julia. Because even though we were close, like... I was still technically like on the outside, mm. like because we were close, but it wasn't like every single day we hung out. It wasn't like every day we broke bread. We went to the movies. We yeah. did all this other shit. You did it with the team, but you didn't do it with me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because it was like we were separated, but again, we were just weren't that close. And ever since you know me, I've been with Julia, mm-hmm. where it was like you guys all had like your single phases, and like even with Taj and Josie, they would always go to the bar and everything else. And me and Julia weren't really into that scene, so it'd be like relationship hangout when we we're working and everything else, but we were separated when that explosion happened i tested it and that's why i called you because i was like okay every fucking thing that you've shown me up to this point is show me that you love me you have you respect me there's integrity responsibility and there's loyalty there but i need to know like how willing you are to go like is like because i'll give you everything because i've never had anybody Mm-hmm. And this is me growing up and this is why like it's even hard for me to usually talk about our relationship and you've seen it before mm-hmm. because like you know, loyalty means a lot to me because I had no one growing up. I felt like I was 100% alone. I couldn't rely on anybody. I felt like it was me against the world in so many different situations. Yeah. Couldn't rely on my fucking family yeah. and my siblings, which is very weird. So when I called you, I literally was like, I don't think that he would kick me off the team and I don't think I'd ever leave, but I'm going to fucking test it. And that's why I asked you the question. I'm like, you just kicked your fucking brother off this team. What's stopping you from doing it to me? I'm like, because you've known this guy for fucking 12 years. You've known me for two. Mm-hmm. And I've just been a trainer on your team when this guy's done everything with you. Mm. And then you literally just responded. He was like, I'll give you 25% of my business. I'll never fucking break your heart. And I was like, game on. As soon as I heard that, again, this is the funny thing. I didn't fucking take money from the business until two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, right? When we started PT Dom. I was a partner in Aesthetic Nation for three years. I technically owned 25% equity, meaning 25% of that bank account didn't ask for a dime because it didn't mean the money didn't mean shit to me. It was the loyalty of it. When you said like, I'll give you 25%. I was like, this guy fucking sees me as a brother and equal. He sees me the way I see him. I'll go to the end of the world. It's game over. It's so funny because it's never been about money for me either. Ever. Ever. It's never been about money for me. Like, as long as I have enough money to pay my fucking bills and like take care of my shit, I'm all about it. What's like, what it is about for me is like, it's about, and even like with a situation that ended up happening with one of our old trainers, it was like, what ended up happening is she started a challenge and she didn't give a percentage to the business when I'm like, dude, I literally fucking taught you how to make money online. Yeah. And it's like, I don't even want, like, it wasn't even the the percentage of the business was like 10% or whatever. It was fucking nothing. But I'm like, I don't even care about the money. It's the fact that you don't like, so you're not loyal thing. to the fucking business. Yeah. If you're loyal to the business, you would do it because the business is what brought you up. And so for me, it was like, I'm removing that from the business because you're not loyal to the business. And so for me, like giving you 25% wasn't, it wasn't about the money for me either. It was about me showing you like, I fucking value you. Yeah. You know? 
Like I value you mm-hmm. and I don't want you to go anywhere. And I remember, bro, like we had these with Taj too, but like we used to have conversations where we're like one day we're going to live in fucking mansions. Yep. We're going to be driving fucking Lamborghinis. We're going to be driving fucking supercars. And, and let me put this in perspective for you guys, because this is the funny thing, because people see the life now. Mm-hmm. They see where we are now. They see everything that we're doing now. But you guys don't get it. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. When I lived with Julia in Calgary, Alberta, which is oddly enough, was only a block and a half away from your house, yeah. which is insane, right? Which people don't get either. We lived in 600 square foot apartments. I lived in that apartment with Julia, 600 square feet with our fucking pit bull until we moved to Cochrane mm-hmm. two years ago, mm-hmm. two and a half years ago. Yep. Grinding and doing all that shit. Mm-hmm. We were having these conversations when. I was walking because I didn't have a car and Brian was driving a moped with socks on his fucking hands <laughs> Fuck you, dude. to the fucking cold. coffee shop. It was cold. Right? To the coffee shop. It was cold. I don't to, like gloves. To sit in the fucking corner and steal their Wi-Fi so we could talk and build our business plans. That's true. We were like, yo, one day we'll have the supercars. One day we'll be yeah. fucking living this life. One day we'll do this. Yeah. All we got to do is stay loyal to each other and loyal to the vision and eventually the goal will become a reality. Dude, and I, what you just said, I think is the thing that people fucking miss. And I think that's what like makes us successful is not only are we loyal to each other, we're loyal to the vision. Yeah. It's like, this is the direction that me and Cole are choosing to go. Like we're choosing to build a fucking empire. We're choosing to like deliver fucking value. We're choosing to change the fucking world. And so like, this is the commitment that we've made. We've also made a commitment to each other. We're going to build this together and we're going to work together to build this thing. And like, whatever it takes to build this thing, we're going to fucking do. And that is like, that is where the loyalty comes from. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're both committed to the thing. We're both committed to each other. And so no matter what adversity comes up, it's like, we just handle it. We just talk about it. I think it's again, because it's not about money. I'm like, it's never been about money for me. Yeah. Do I want to make money? Yes. Do I want to live a certain lifestyle? Yes. However, if there ever came a situation where it was like money or me and you having a rift in our relationship, I always fucking just got Same. rid of the cash instantly. Yep. And so did you. Yep. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't understand. And like we've seen fucking countless people want to start a business together and become yep. partners and do different things. And then they do it. And within six months, they're at each other's throats and they're fucking bitching and whining yeah. and complaining and like getting angry. And I'm like, because you guys are in this to fucking make money. Yeah. When like Brian started a business because fitness saved his life. Yeah. Fitness saved my life. Yeah. We wanted to help more people. Yeah. We aligned. We built a relationship. We became brothers. Then we started to scale as business partners. And now, even if we broke up as business partners, we would stay brothers and start another business together. Yeah. I'm like, that's the fucking thing that people don't get. Yeah. The business is like literally, we could burn PT Dom to the ground tomorrow. Yeah. And we'd start something else together because even though, like we're going to have fucking speaking opportunities on different stages and we're going to do different things. I don't want to build businesses without you. Yeah. Like, and if, even if there is something, I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. And you, yeah. even if you have something, you tell me all about it. You're yeah. literally doing it right now with this dope company. I'm not even going to say it. Cause I don't think you're allowed to speak about it out yeah. loud right now, yeah. but you're telling me about it. And it sounds dope as fuck because yeah. doing it apart would be weird. Yeah. 
what I think is really fucking cool is I just thought about this while you were speaking. I was like, it would like, there's nothing on this fucking earth that would separate us. Nope. Nothing. Literally nothing. Because I know that you would never, and I think loyalty comes from trust too. Because mm-hmm. I know that you would never do anything that would intentionally hurt me. Ever. Ever. Like I would rather stick a gun in my throat than do anything that fucking. And vice versa. I crossed you. Yep. And like that to me, that to me is loyalty. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would rather die than betray you. And that's the reason why we're fucking doing what we're doing. Mm. I'm like, and why everything's scaling the way that we are. We literally wanted to talk about this today just because I feel like there's a lack of loyalty in this world. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to me. It doesn't it's, make sense to me. Dude, it's weird to me too. It like fucks me up because you know this, like I have a really fucking big heart. Mm-hmm. And like, I will like let people in. Like if, if I even like, this is the thing is like for me, if somebody displays the character traits that you displayed when you first started, yeah, work ethic, hunger, and they're like, they look loyal, mm-hmm. you're really good at smelling it. I'm not. See, that's something I want to ask you about that. Okay. Okay. Why do you feel like the heart opens so instantly for you? Because this is something that's funny. And like Daniel and Nick are obviously helping us film right now. Say hi, guys, right quick. You guys have also both seen this, right? Like I'm the polar opposite. Yeah. Like I'm loyal to a fault where I literally, anybody in this room right now, no joke, someone rocks in this fucking house with a gun, you guys would be staying here and I would go deal with it. And you've seen me do that shit in public. Like I'm the guy who fights. Yeah. Like I don't want anybody, any of my people get hurt. Like I'm like literally would die for my people. But to get through that barrier, it's like you're going through the, a fucking tsunami, bro. Like you're not getting through. Like it's like there's such a big wall yeah, 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 and it's yeah. not because I don't trust people, but it's like, I think it's almost like you got to prove it to me. Yeah. Where for you, it's like somebody could be like display a little bit of characteristics yeah. and that heart just opens. Why I, do you think that is? That's a really good question. I think that uh, two things. So the first thing that I look for in people that like gains my respect is like work ethic. Mm. That's number one. So if somebody has work ethic instantly, that's like a green fucking, like that's like a check mark. Same thing, like one of the biggest reasons I fell in love with Kirst is like her work ethic is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Like, it's like it's fucking crazy. Like she was working at Original Joe's eight hours a day, then she'd get off, she'd go to the gym, and then she'd be done, then she'd work on her business. I'm like, I respect that. And so like that's like the first check mark. And then the second check mark is hunger. Mm. So if somebody's like got the work ethic and they're willing to go, but we know like I'm not going to name names on the podcast, but like you know somebody who like was in our company that had these things worked all the time, was always showing up, always going above and beyond, was hungry, wanted to fucking help, wanted to serve, wanted to deliver. So once people have those two things, that's like, you're like, you get pretty close to me. Mm. And then that's when my heart opens up. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, let's fucking build some shit together. Because I think like, and this is where I think I need like, this is something that I'm still working on is I'm like, oh, let's just, okay, I'll give you everything. Let's fucking do it together. Let's fucking have some fun. But then I'll notice things where they're like, they've got the work that they've got the hunger, but then they're taking the information that I'm giving them and they're like selling people on the side mm. or they're like doing yep. shady shit behind my back. Yeah. Or like I let them, they've got the work ethic, they got the hunger, they sneak into the circle and now they're getting everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not going to name names. They're yep. getting everything. Yep. And now that they get everything, the work ethic goes out the window. Yeah, man. The hunger stops. They start showing up late, start fucking, you know? And then I have too big of a heart to be like, step the fuck up. Don't yeah. be a bitch. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest struggle. So I think it comes from my grandma. Cause like I was a piece of shit to my grandma. Yeah. Legit. Like I was the fucking worst grandson ever. And she was still like, I love you so much. You know? So I feel like it's like, I see the good in people, you know? And I want to believe that there's good there. So I think that's where it comes from. Yeah. I think it was like, cause I see the good in people. <laughs> and like, once you get that fucking check mark for me, like you'll never lose it. Like, unless you do something drastic. And I'm like, there's been some people that have fucked us over in the past with that shit. Yeah. But I think it like, I'll read them right now because I actually want to break it down. I feel like the reason why I've been getting better at it is because I live my life by these things. 
I'm like, I explained it once and I'm going to break it down right now for you guys just so you can hear it. I'll say it very quickly because I don't want to make the whole podcast about this. But I started to like ask myself this question because me and you started to talk about it more and more and more. Yeah. So I'm like, I got fucking guards up. Like to the degree of like Brian introduced me to somebody recently. His name is Nick Comandina. If you were listening to this big dog, I fucking love you. And like when I first was going to meet him, like I wasn't going to fucking stay at the house. Like fucking, we we're all going to stay at the Airbnb. I wasn't even going to introduce Cole to my new friend, Nick, because I was like, I love this guy. And I know that Cole's like, I'm like standoffish. <laughs> like, and it's not anything rude. All right. It's just, I fuck, I'm, I can smell shit within three seconds, dude. Within fucking three seconds, I know shit about you, like right away. Yeah. And it's just a weird instinct that I've learned to trust because every time I've trusted it, it's been fucking right. Yeah. And the reason why me and Nick actually hit it off, which is funny because I wasn't going to stay at the Airbnb. And then you're like, fuck you. You're staying at the Airbnb with us, yeah. even though Nick's coming here. Yeah. So I was like, fucking, all right, fine. Sounds good. And I picked the basement bedroom so I could be away from everybody because I like to be in my own space. <laughs> and then like me and him started talking. We did a workout and then fucking me and Nick hit it off right away because he said the same shit as me. He's like, bro, I can smell if someone's integral within the first three seconds. And I just, when I heard that, I was like, oh, and then we started to have a conversation. We fucking hit it off. But like, it's this, like I have a set of core values and principles that I operate from. And when I am looking at individual joining our company or trying to join our circle, I audit them now. Mm. And I start to pay attention to how they act, how they talk, how they move and what they do. Mm. So like my core values are honesty, discipline, ambition, love, integrity, creativity, and responsibility. Cool. So each one of those things, like that's what I embody. And I don't expect everybody to embody those same things. But if you start to act in a misalignment with them, yeah. it's gone like right away. Yeah. I don't even give you the time of day. And maybe that's a fucking fault. And maybe that's a little bit rude. But like, that's one of the reasons why I feel like I'm like just happy with my circle because I know everybody in my circle displays these. They're honest, they're disciplined, they're ambitious, they love deeply, they're integral as fuck. They all have a creative mind in their own right and they're mm. responsible for everything no matter what. They always mm. take responsibility first instead of passing the buck. Mm. And that means a lot to me because mm. I'm like, I'm all responsible. Same. It's always my fault, no Same. matter what. And yeah. I can't pass it off. Yeah. And then I also, I started to like ask myself, how do I explain it more? So I wrote down these principles and the principles are number one, attitude shapes life. Mm. Like your life isn't shitty due to the fact that what's happening to so your life is shitty because you have a shitty fucking mindset. Your attitude is what shapes it. Yeah. So I started to pay attention to how people were acting, love deeply and forgive freely. It took every fiber of my being to forgive my family. Mm. And recently I was like, I'm doing better at it. And me and my mom had some real deep conversations and she came and stayed here the other day. And like, you know how deep that fucking pain was yeah, fucking yeah. years ago. Like yeah. I wasn't even gonna let my family come to my wedding. Yeah. So I'm like, I just started to run through these and like pay attention to how people were acting. Mm. And then if they act in alignment with these, I give them more of a time of day now. Mm. And I'm like, okay, like thoughts create destiny if they start to work on their mindset more. And I just started to operate from them and like audit individuals' cool. characteristics and core values. Cool. I feel like it's helped me a little bit more because That's cool. it okay. used to be, like Brian said, claws up at all times, bro. Like you couldn't fucking, yeah. I didn't give a fuck. You'd be like, yo, we got this person, don't care. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, fuck them. I don't need more friends. I don't need people in this circle. I'm like, we're good to go. It's fucking fine. He's like, you should really meet these people. But seven times out of 10, I'd be right about these bitches. They'd fucking come in. They'd show work ethic for a week. And then a week later, Brian be like, this lazy bitch ain't fucking working anymore, bro. I'd be like, yeah, dog. Because they want to fucking front. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. Right? Yeah, dude, I like that. I like those principles. Nick, do you have those, uh, the video scripts I sent you? I have mine too. Did you uh, write all your fucking principles uh, I have, down? I have my core values. I yeah. My core values. I actually, I was working on something when I was on a contest prep called the Champions Creed. And I, I like that. I stopped working on it as much when I got off my prep. What are they? 
Yeah, there's a video script. It's a loyalty, integrity, hunger, discipline, and vision. Those are it. I like that. Loyalty means that like I will literally fucking I'd rather die on a sword than betray the people in my life. Mm. Hunger means I'm literally willing to do whatever the fuck is necessary to achieve success. And I will like go above and beyond every single day, no matter what. Work ethic is one of my core values, actually, like being willing to put in a disgusting amount of work ethic for an extended period of time, no matter how long it takes. Integrity means I do what the fuck I say I'm going to do, regardless of how I feel. And the last one was, what are they, Nick? Vision, integrity, loyalty, discipline. Discipline is the last one. Discipline means I do what the fuck I say I'm going to do, regardless of how I feel. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Can I get you to expand on your mind because you're a fucking good mindset guy yeah. like me? So I want you to separate them, create your core values and then create your principles. I agree. This I, is how I got I agree. Daniel to think bigger. I agree. And like, uh, and myself guys, cause everybody asked me, they're like, what the fuck is the difference? And it's very subtle. Yeah, I agree. It's very subtle, but yeah. like, I want to read you the rest of these. Cause I think you'll resonate with them. Yeah. My core values are the one thing, right? Yeah. But then there's other things that you embody that you like believe in. And that's why I said like attitude shapes life. That's important to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Like again, it's whether it's with your fucking wife, like sometimes yeah. Julie will be in a fucking super bad mood and I'll be like, babe, like this attitude is what's fucking making our week, our month, our day bad. Yeah. And she'll do the same to me. Like I'll fucking wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Sometimes she'll fucking check my attitude instantly. Like stop, babe. And it's because we embrace this principle. Yeah, now, no, I like that. Right. The rest of the principles are invest in yourself daily because knowledge opens doors. Thoughts yeah. create destiny. So take control. Be loyal to your friends. Be deeply loyal to your family and be fiercely loyal to the truth. Yeah. Love what you do and do what you love because passion follows competence. Yeah. And I feel like that's a big one because a lot of individuals see our life and they're like, well, how did you find what you love? I have no fucking idea, bro. I just got into fitness. I put every fiber of my being into it and I realized I loved it. Mm. But when I was an iron worker, I had fucking mad love and passion for that shit because I was competent at my job. Got it. I was the best on the fucking job that's site. Cool. Yeah. Right. The next one is live life like it's your only chance because it fucking is everybody yeah. just wants to fucking wade through life they're going to get another chance and it's not yeah. character defines you not material or status so let it shine that's why i feel like everybody needs a set of core values and principles do what matters first because it sets you apart and that's why i always focus on myself in the morning before yeah. anything else and then never apologize for being your true authentic self because it makes you unique and beautiful cool and it's like every day i read these i put daniel's job description Everybody that fucking works on the team embodies these every day. I've read them to our retention team, fucking the family members in my life, everybody. Cause I'm cool. like, this allows me to operate at a higher level and it allows me to be fiercely intense with the individuals we That's allow cool. I like that. I'm inspired. Right. Where I'm like, yep. it's like, if you don't align with any of this, yeah. I don't even give you a fucking any time of the day. Yeah, That's cool. So I'm like, you're just not, it's not worth it. You don't yeah, align. Cool. And that's, that's okay. Cool. Cause that's you're cool. like, fucking, you can do, do your own thing. Yeah. I like that a lot. Right. Yeah. Cool. Boom. Boom. So update. Loyalty is everything, guys. Audit yeah. your fucking circle. Brian yeah. and myself are going to start doing podcasts again because he's not on prep anymore and uh, your boy is not in a ring beating the shit out of anybody. Guys, by the way, if you guys got value from today's episode, screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram stories, tag at the real Brian Mark and Colos to sell us. Let us fucking know that you're listening. Mm. If you guys enjoyed this conversation, maybe like tell us what you learned from this conversation. Tell yes. us what you took away from this conversation. Last thing I just want to say about loyalty, and I think this is super fucking important because this is one thing we didn't touch on, but it's one thing that's important is like, you guys might've heard it subtly in the podcast, but I want to highlight it. It's like loyalty means that I've got your back and you've got mine mm -hmm. and like loyalty to the vision and loyalty to each other. So sometimes you guys have got people that are loyal to you and they're like, yeah, I got your back. But then you're like, oh, I have these big goals and dreams and ambitions and I want to change the world and I want to start my online business. And they're not loyal to the vision. And so at some point you got to make the decision, like, am I more loyal to like my own dreams, my own goals and own aspirations, or I'm going to, am I going to stay loyal 
to this relationship who doesn't care about me and my success and where I want to go. So it's like for me, the number one thing I promise you guys, and this is Cole and I both have the same belief. The number one thing that I'm loyal to is the fucking vision. Mm -hmm. That's like the number one. You have to be loyal to like your own vision, your own self-belief, like what you see, what you want to create in the world, and then find people that are as loyal to the vision as you are. Then you become loyal to each other. Then you can build something beautiful. And sometimes that means you got to let some shit, some people go, man. Like, and that doesn't mean you have to cut them out of your life forever. Maybe you cut them out of your life for a season. But if somebody isn't willing to meet you at that level of loyalty for your own vision and where you want to go, then like having them around is like having an anchor that holds you to the bottom of the ocean mm-hmm. or having a ball and chain that like holds you back. You have to let them go so that you can actually move forward towards your goals and dreams. Dude, 100%. It's not even a rude thing. It's just necessary. Mm-hmm. Life is fucking short. And if you want to live a life of fulfillment, you're going to have to let go of some people because they don't align with the current life that you want to live. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth. And so many people fuck themselves over because they don't do that shit. Yeah. They stay loyal to individuals that do not deserve the loyalty mm-hmm. because they don't display the characteristics that they should or the core values that you align with. You're just being blindly loyal. And that's a problem as well. Yeah. You got to be loyal to you, your vision, your goals and your actual people that share the same characteristics. And that's why I wanted to touch on the core values and the principles, because there is something called blind loyalty and I've done it and you've done it and Nick's done it and Daniel's done it where we've been blindly loyal to somebody that didn't fucking deserve it. And they hurt us and they fucking caused pain in our lives. So you need to be able to audit those individuals and remove them so you can achieve your goals because I promise you, you can. Yeah. And that's going to suck and that's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Because like when you get through that pain on the other side of it is like everything you could ever fucking want. A hundred percent. Look at us. Went from fucking 600 square foot apartments, trailers when we were kids to literally neighbored mansions, supercars, traveling the world, dream wives, dream lives. Scam. Scam. (laughs) Must be scam. Scam. Must be a scam. Guys, you can achieve anything you set your fucking mind to. And hopefully, mine and Cole's friendship and our relationship has inspired you to find people that fuck with your vision, that fuck with your goals, that fuck with your life, like your life purpose. Because you can find people that believe in your vision as much as you do. And like when you guys like, this is the thing, right? It's like me and Cole weren't necessarily brothers at first. And we didn't even know we were going to be like this level of brothers. And at first, that relationship, it wasn't like instantly we hit it off. And like as soon as we met, it was like fucking you were my twin flame. You know, but it's like there was like it was a little bit of a disconnect at first and we were like different people like but it's like through the actual like we're both super committed to working on ourselves and becoming better. It's like that relationship developed over time. Such a high level of respect. Yeah, exactly. If you guys have got people in your life that, you know, have that work ethic, you know, have that integrity, you know, have that discipline, like you'll reach out to them. Mm-hmm. like connect with them mm-hmm. or like spend time with people that you know embody the character traits that you want to embody so you guys can become successful together maybe they're working on their thing you're working on your thing but like you guys come together and you guys have got this creative energy like there are those relationships there you just have to actively seek them yeah and last thing i want to say on that i don't want to trickle it too far because i don't want to take away from the podcast but the friend group what you just touched on this is a very important point that you guys need to understand when i met brian he was already on his come up slash he was transforming his own life and working on himself. Yep. I was working on myself and already on my come up of transforming my own life. Do you guys think Brian would have given me the time of day if he met me as an addict drinking all the time and doing bullshit? Nope. Exactly. But a lot of you guys are like, how do I find my friend's circle 
I hate my current life, my current friends, my current situation. The friend circle that you want will not give you the time of day unless you start changing your fucking actions yep. and situation. Yep. Work on self. Yep. All right. Embrace the fucking loneliness. Yep. Push yourself through the grind. Be loyal to your fucking vision. Work every fucking day relentlessly. And eventually you'll find other people that align with you, like Brian just said, and bam. Yeah, there's, I'm not even. I could go off on a tangent about what you just. said. I know, I right? We'll do the next one on that. Yeah, we'll do an, uh, what we we should talk about is the people that are around you are a mirror to yourself. Yep, we'll talk about. That. I'm down. That'll be the next one, guys. All right, where do they find you, and where do they find me? Just YouTube. All right, search me up, Cole Lewis De Silva on YouTube. Subscribe to the fucking channel. Watch all the boxing vlogs and everything else. The fight vlogs gonna be coming out soon. I'm super excited. Bet, and you can find me at Brian Mark on YouTube. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.